What the hell are musicals? It appears to be a play where the dialogue stops and the plot is conveyed through song. There's no business like show. There is nothing like a day. Don't bring around a cloud to rain on my parade. Hey everyone, welcome to our show, The Music Gals. I'm Monica. I'm Mikkel, and we're two theater gals excited to share our love of theater with you. We want to invite you to experience musicals with us from the comfort of your own home or car or wherever you are. Join us as we explore musical theater through intermission chats, post-show analysis, and our favorite part, meeting the cast. We're excited to have you with us. Hey everyone, we're here at Draper Historic Theater to see The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Okay, they already dimmed the lights once. We're probably going to start. It was really good on-off. Or (laughs) off-on. It was not really dimming, actually. Mm (laughs) (laughs) Who knows what that means? I don't know. Oh, you started it? Oh, cool. Sorry. (laughs) This is very natural. (laughs) Supposed to be. We're capturing us in our natural habitat. The theater. <laughs> Together. Tonight it's a mixture because we've got a very small stage um, with a video. Uh, well, what am I saying? It's like a digital background and it looks like we're about to watch The Hunchback of Notre Dame uh, Disney <laughs> film. But we paid. Oh, the lights. That was that was a multiple. It was like on off lightning. That was like, get up, get off your phones. <laughs> Get ready. Stop recording. Like lightning. Yeah. No, it really does look like the the title screen for the movie. Yeah. But it's I'm, like the closest thing you can get without actually copywriting. Yeah. I wonder if they'll keep using digital backgrounds for the set. It's a super small stage. Like and and theater overall. And it's like one little room. Yeah. Oh, there is another lightning strike. <laughs> Not much to preload this, but we're excited because we love Punchback. I know. I'm excited for intermission to talk about this version. Okay, now the, the lights, lights are, are off. Out for sure. Okay, here we go. If you want to listen along in real time, open up the Hunchback of Notre Dame the musical soundtrack on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen to music, and listen to track one, Olim, to track 14, Esmeralda. Minute intermission. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There are so many things. I know. And what I love is that I love listening to you laugh or just make a noise or we just share like a slight look. And I know you're thinking the exact same thing. I know. (laughs) I love to see your body language because you're like, like you punch the air and I'm like, yeah. (laughs) That was amazing. (laughs) And then there are other looks. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay. That was a fail. This is Oh this my gosh. Is, this is <laughs> that was one of the cringy. best decisions that we've ever made. Oh, I know. Oh my oh. gosh. So good. I 
like half want to go to the bathroom, but half like we need this whole need time. Die, yeah. <sighs> so being aware that we are surrounded by audience members. Yes. Yes. Um, who are here to support yes. their loved Maybe ones? Maybe family members. Yeah. Maybe right. Family members. Friends. Um. I love Quasimodo. Me too. Oh my gosh. I think his character choices that he's making so good. and line delivery yes. is really good. And that's he's, a hard part. It is. And honestly, like a, a higher level, like Hale, uh-huh. I like him better than the Hale one. Yeah. Do you? Yes, actually. I do. Like his characterization of Quasimodo is so cute and yes. so perfect. And, and just childlike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's supposed to be, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Oh, but then he sings, and oh, it's so spot those on. High notes. That's where it hits. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. He sang out there, and after out there, was like, "Okay, I'm sold." Yep. I'm not even gonna worry about you for the rest of the show. I know. Which is that's what we talk about. I know. If a if an actor Every time. can make you not worry, oh. which honestly Phoebus has as well. Yeah. Well, he came out, and I was and sold. You're like, <laughs> and then he started singing, and I was like, okay. You're double sold. <laughs> You're double sold. <laughs> He's he has a solid presence. Yes, I like him better than Hales. Like yes. hands down. He and yeah, he, just his whole like physicality oh, and he, demeanor. He looks like yes. Davis. Yeah, like, he came in He's as strong. He's as tall. a soldier. He's right. The, He's the captain of the guard. Yes. Yes. And but you can also see kind of his. Um, uh, I don't know, like mischievous side yeah. a little bit. Yeah, 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 he has yeah. like a smile, yeah. he, you know. He's not stoic. No, no. I really like him. And He's his just... voice is really nice. Yes. I do like his voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like was going to be I was going to be really sad if he didn't sound good. I know me too. And so really glad. Yeah, Phoebus and Quasimodo. Yep. For me are carrying it. the show. Yep. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Which is great, because they're two really they're important, important parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vocally, especially. Quasimodo's got to be good. Like, oh, oh my man. gosh. And he is. I really like him. Like, I at first, like, I was worried a little bit. Like, when, uh-huh. I don't know why, but he seemed... I was when like, he okay, first a little out. awkward. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's really just melted into the role, and oh. he's so good. I love him. Oh. I love him. I look, I look forward to every line. Yes, me too. I'm like... I looked at him like during Esmeralda. and I was like, oh, just singing his little heart out. But yeah. Okay, how do you think they did the eye? I think it's a contact lens. Yeah. I think it's a white contact lens. Do you think so? Oh my gosh. Because he's still blinking and all of his yeah. facial expressions are still around that eye. Yeah. Which that's really smart if you have, so it's just, is it just white? Yeah. Or it looks it, like right? it's just it's, white. So one eye is just white, which pulls off the whole like, the it's rest just of the makeup. makeup. He yeah. doesn't have like a mask or anything on. No. And I've seen other productions. I've just seen them with a mask. Yeah, me too. Um, and he has. So he's got stage makeup, and like a then white a white eye. But here's the thing with a contact lens or non-prescription is he can still see. Yeah. So he can see everything that's going on around him and is blocking and everything. Right. Right. But have it look like he's not. Yeah, like, that's, that's a really good choice. <laughs> it, it was it was different. Yeah, it's different from what I've seen. For before. sure, for sure. And I like it. it and did he's give pulling it, like, it a off. Grotesque look. Yes. So he totally yeah. does pull it off. Is that his beard? Because what the heck? Oh my gosh! Because when he came out, I was like, it could be. <laughs> it could totally be. 
that dude? Yeah. Like you're talking about the same dude right there. Yeah. In front of us. Yeah. No, yeah, we 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 think we just spotted Quasimodo's brother in the audience <laughs> because we looked up at his. He like literally looks like him, like exactly like him. That's yeah. Funny. Um, but then we sang his praises. <laughs> Esmeralda did really great on God Help the Outcast. Mm-hmm. She sang it well, and when she came in, you know, we talked about last time when you come in on the. Uh, like got to have a little bit of edge almost like fighting for it and she hit it strong she did which i really uh, yep i really appreciate that i i i don't like some of the directing choices i don't know if it's directing or if it's the acting blocking i don't like i don't i don't it's very lacking it is it's left actors not doing things yes and i think there's more well and, and i twofold right i think that some of the acting they could be making right more conscious choices yes intentional choices on like why do i move here yeah right but still there was that i don't know why but i i noticed this one solo Mm -hmm. on this side of the stage she was literally like leaning back on the on the wall and just Uh like her hands were behind her back and she just sang her solo and I was like, bro, it looks like you're just chilling in the <laughs> theater. Like, it does not look like you're a character at all. It's true. And, and I mean, <laughs> even with a small stage, I think there are still things you can do. Oh, you can play with it. I to mean, not just stand there. Yes. There's a lot, There's a lot of, of standing. <laughs> I noticed that, especially in the beginning. Like, yes. Um, There's a lot of awkward, like, you know, with the whole exposition. Like, with Frollo getting the baby is when I first kind of realized yes, it. I was yes, like, yes, yes. oh, no. There's a lot oh, no, of... the director didn't stop that moment. Yes. There's going to be more. Oh, for sure. Like, a lot of just awkward... Well, even with the gargoyles, I think that the gargoyles, the actors are, are really cute, uh-huh. like their facial expressions uh-huh. and stuff. Uh-huh. But some of the numbers, they're not doing a ton. They're just standing around Quasimodo and, like, barely yeah. reacting. And I was like, I've seen other productions that really, like, do a ton with the gargoyles. So they, you know, they're moving yes. around. I don't know. And I, and I think something beyond... Blocking is one step of it. Yeah. But I think stage pictures. I've been learning a lot about stage oh, okay. pictures and like okay. um, what is the stage levels. Picture? So like if everything were to stop and someone were just singing, or they were stationary while they were yeah, singing, right? Right, right, right. But you could take a picture of it and it's posed well. Yes. There so you like, go. okay, okay. You know what I mean? So yeah, like yeah, yeah. stage pictures when you're blocking something. What is the feel, is the it? picture yeah. that you want from this scene or this moment? And then bring people more to the foreground or bring people lower or yes. higher with arms. Use arms, use legs, mm-hmm. um, and any height and, like, lowerness that you levels that you can do to create those angles yes, or things like that. that. the depth of the stage. Yeah, like. and I think that goes with, like, the, with the gargoyle standing around. Um... I think there could be maybe not just levels, but like they could be more interesting, interesting mm-hmm. shapes. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I mean, I think some of the the polish of the choreography is another thing, <laughs> and yes. the singing. Yes, the polish of the singing is kind of driving me crazy on some of like the timing of it, and I I don't think that most of the ensemble knows all the words to like the harder ones, like. Hey, zone or whatever yeah. you know yep. I don't know it 
uh, super well. No, but you're so, not in the show. I'm not in the show. You have to know every single thing, <laughs> and you can kind of tell when like some of the ensemble aren't even like really enunciating, like because they don't know it, so they're not able to enunciate yes. if they don't know it. So there's not the power in the yes. singing. Yes. And some of the lines they know, they're like shouting, and I'm like, there's the volume we exactly. need <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to back up this yes. beautiful music. You can totally tell the ones that they do know. Yes. It's it, there's a difference, and then there's some that just kind of fall, and you're like, okay. And I immediately thought, ah, you didn't have time to practice that or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's there's the was, this is when you know the ensemble as a whole, like there's weakness, uh-huh. weakness in their knowledge of the music. Uh-huh. It's because when when certain ensemble members obviously do know it. Oh, and just stand <laughs> and out. Just, Whoa. That guy. <laughs> that guy. I heard him. I heard him backstage. I've heard, when too, he when he too. sang backstage, I was like, oh, I know exactly. Go ahead. Sorry. Thank you. Sorry. Oh, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Did you see that? No. I kind of rely on this thing to be stable and kind of uh-huh. keep me up. And I was like trying to hold my phone like right here, and it was like sliding as he came by, and I was like, I'm gonna. F-. <laughs> that was like kind of a crisis moment. Um, on these seats, these seats. These I'm seats pretty sure so this like... place doubles as a theater, like a movie theater. I think these are movie, movie theater seats. Yeah, and like the the screw on like the how do you you know. On the seat, the on folding the seat is apart. so flexible. It's, it's like so slippery. Whew. The guy was like, "Don't worry, I'll go past fast." I was like, ah. <laughs> "Reminds me of the time that I sat on someone's lap accidentally." Did <laughs> I tell you that? No. <laughs> yeah, in in the JSB auditorium. Uh huh. For some reason, I like chose the one row <laughs> out of all of them that had one person on it. One, <laughs> and I. And yeah. like, it wasn't even a group of people. Like, no, it, it was, was like one guy, and it was like everyone's like kind of filing out, and there's not a ton of people in there, which is actually a good which thing. Is good. But like, I was at the end, and I'm trying to slide by him, and he has his laptop in his lap, oh, and I like oh, slipped, no. and I sat on his freaking laptop on his lap. And I was like, oh, I'm so. He's like, oh, that's that's worse than just sitting on the lap. That's yeah, so yeah, awkward. I know. I like slammed his fingers. <laughs> This, this story got better and better. <laughs> I just, I, what you said, you did say something in the, in within the show, like with Frollo, uh, oh. when he sings a Hellfire. Frollo has a good voice. He does. He's hitting no, no, no. all of he's... the notes. I think he's a tenor though. Oh, some yeah. of or he's, are like a baritone tenor. Yep, yep. it's not as comfortable. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of more speak singing choices that's true, that's true. for the lower notes, and his speaking voice is just higher than. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I just Chase ruined Chase ruined every as other. Soon I'm as pretty he plays sure a role. He's he's it forever. Every, <laughs> I think every other Frollo every will won't pale in comparison, hands down. For and those of you who don't know who Chase is. Oh my goodness. Chase is my, <laughs> Chase is my high school friend. And he's just like beyond talented. This show, obviously Quasimodo needs to be good because it's written really like, it's a physical yes. part. But Frollo has to be just as good because they're, that's the juxtaposition, right? Yes, yes. And you've got to have a strong Quasimodo and a strong acting and vocal for Frollo mm-hmm. to show that change. Yes. Right? It's that character change that needs to happen. Yeah. 
Okay, the lightning <laughs> lights off on off on flickered, so we're, we're probably close coming close. Okay, to I wanted two. to make a comment about oh, Esmeralda though. Okay, but before Top of the World. Oh, loved so Top of cute. the World. Oh. So cute. Okay, act two. To be continued. <laughs> Finish listening to the show at tracks 15 to 23, on track to the finale. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> well, there you have it. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Uh, let's go meet the cast. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, everyone. I'm super excited to introduce you to my friend Jess. She was in the ensemble in this show. And Jess, I just have a question for you. What is something that you unexpectedly learned through this process of being in Hunchback? I think the ultimate lesson I've learned is forgiveness. I think forgiveness of myself, forgiveness of others. And I mean, there's so many parallels to, for lack of a better word, there's so many like types of Christ in the show, like especially at the very beginning when we beat the living daylights out of him. That's just ultimately what I've learned is, is this idea of people look different, people act different, people feel different. And people do things differently to us than we're used to, but we can still forgive them. Mm. And for lack of a better word, like Christ did. And so, I just love it. It was really fun to see you perform. Okay. Love, love you too, Jess. Bye. Bye. Thanks for coming. Bye. Okay. We're going to continue with the cast members. Hey, Phoebus, do you have a second? Yes, First of all, sure. wonderful job. Wonderful Thank you. job. What is something that you were unexpectedly learned while playing this role? Or from the show? Something I unexpectedly learned. Mm -hmm. This is actually my third time doing the show. Oh my uh, really? Just, as Phoebus or? So this is my second time as Phoebus, and I've played Frollo most recently. Uh, really? And I would oh say gosh. that... Interesting. Well, two things. One is that it's really interesting to see how the show can be portrayed so differently. But mm -hmm. but the... Or the characters, anyway. Mm -hmm. But my... What I unexpectedly learned... The lesson of the question, what makes a monster and what makes a man? It sticks with me quite a bit. It's it's uh, when you go, you can't. It's really easy to judge other people. I think. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. what would what do you say? It's it's easy to judge other people by the worst of what we perceive as their actions, but mm -hmm. we judge ourselves by the best of our own intentions. Oh uh, dang! Does that make sense? That's really and so yeah. it, it's, <laughs> oh, that does. And it's in that whole concept of what makes a monster, what makes a man. I think challenges that, and I think that's to me that's what I get out of it. That's what I get mm -hmm. out of the show is we need to be doing better to give other people the benefit of the doubt, yeah, and be humble ourselves. And and I think that if we're all doing that, the world will be a little bit of a better place. We hope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So definitely. this show starts and ends with that question, right? Yes. Yeah. Makes you. Yes. It's a good teaching skill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> to yes. ask the question first and then teach the lesson and then ask it again. Yep. Come full to, circle. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. review. So. so my hope is always that other people are thinking on that question. And you know, yeah. it, is, it is what it is. But yeah, it's yeah. a great show. The message of the show is just beautiful. It's beautiful. Well, thanks so much for talking to us. Have a great night. Let's go catch Esmeralda. Okay. I know you're freezing. It's okay. I have a question. Yes. You're, you're stunning. You're stunning. So stunning. Um, oh my gosh. And we have a podcast about oh, musical yes. theater, and we're asking the cast questions. Do you have like 60 seconds? Heck yeah. <laughs> I would love to. Yay, this is Esmeralda that we're talking to. I just, I'm wondering, because the show has such a great message and like it's really deep right what is something that you've learned like through the process of being Esmeralda in you know just in life or with the character what's something that you've learned so a little bit about my life I just really got out of a, an abusive parent relationship oh, wow. and it was really really tough. 
it was really it was tough and um so being able to be this character and standing how she stands up for herself Mm -hmm. and how she um, stands up for what she believes in even when it's really hard and it doesn't turn out very good for her but being able to learn how to be confident and to stand up for what I believe in and, and to not let myself fall into abuse mm-hmm. it has been so healing for me personally so that's amazing you know I hadn't thought about that but other people can probably find that message too in this. I hadn't thought about that side of it. With Esmeralda, yeah. Before, but connecting to, yeah, Esmeralda as a character. She's such a strong character, strong-willed, and she's had such a... You don't get the full background of Esmeralda, but you just mm-hmm. know that she's been through it as yeah. a gypsy in these times. And so she, it's amazing that she is so... Like, she stands up for herself, she does her own thing, and, yeah, that's really cool. And, like, how quickly things can change. Like, this play basically takes place within a couple of days. And so the whole thing just that's changes your yeah. yeah. whole life. And so it's like, take advantage of every single moment and stand up for yourself and what you believe in and don't let anybody else tell you to believe in something if you don't. Oh my gosh, I love that. Okay, anyway. Yeah, you're so sweet. Yeah. Have a great evening. I know, I'm so glad we could talk. I know. We're just going to wait until Quasimodo notices us and wants to be on our podcast. Hey. Hi. Hi. Good to meet you. You're amazing. Oh my gosh, every note we were like... Stunning, actually. Honestly, yeah. yeah. As you probably have heard. Yeah, so we're asking the cast members to give us some insight uh, in their characters and what you learned unexpectedly from this musical by being Quasimodo or... Yeah, yes. any other messages that you've gotten from this? Jeez. Especially with um, playing this character. Yeah, yeah, this is huge. This is huge. Um, jeez. Um... I've learned about like acting or learned about myself or like what or anything anything, anything that you want to yeah. share um, <laughs> so I learned that this character is not at all who I thought he was going to be I learned I, I, I definitely thought it was a very dramatic role um, but there was one rehearsal I decided to kind of just play around and I decided to channel my, ch- channel my inner like fourth grader and like the first time a cute girl talks to me uh-huh. and I decided to try to channel it and be like yeah I'll try to do that I decided to just say yeah I'll, I'll try something different this time and I was like when Esmeralda starts to talk to me I'm gonna try to be like a little like fourth grader and just channel myself when I was in fourth grade and a cute girl starts talking to me and that like changed the entire role for me and I realized Quasimodo like is super playful and he's fun and he's a child at heart and I decided to try to channel that instead and that the entire show changed for me and I, my perspective on him changed and I realize how fun he is and he just wants to make friends and have joy and he's not this like dramatic brooding character as yes. I actually thought he was like I mean I've listened to this show many times mm-hmm. and I've seen it mm-hmm. and I just that's how I pictured it but it was completely different than I thought it was going to be Wow! and, and also like you, you can do hard things that's that's kind of what I learned from this show this has been a very hard show yeah. really? so, well, this part is just insane it's hard it's yeah. really daunting and mm-hmm. so uh, yeah and vocally just, yeah, that's the thing. It's oh, like man. I, I do the vocal the coaching oh. at my high school that I teach at. Mm-hmm. And so I just really appreciate when you can sit back and you're like, oh, I can trust this actor for the rest <laughs> yeah, of the show. Like, I can sit like, back like, and enjoy it. And yes, like, yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and Quasimodo has some really powerful lines. He does. And mm-hmm. music. And it crescendos. And it goes high. Mm-hmm. And it just it just was beautiful. It does go high. It does go high. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah. But you handled it very well. Well, thank you. I know. Towards the end of the show. So I just just like there's another high note that he has to hold for a long 
long time. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Oh. It's, it's a lot at the end of the show. By the end, I'm like, oh, I'm freaking, let's get done with this. I'm so tired. I mean, it's beautiful and it's really wonderful. But oh, after sure. that last note, I'm like, okay, now we can just <laughs> yeah. chill for the rest of the show. I know, it's two and a half yes. hours. It's long. And how many high notes do you have that you have to just, mm. ah! in, in every song, in every song, there's one. <laughs> So that's like insane. to answer your question. Yeah. <laughs> Every song. Like, I am very aware of. Well, thank, thank you. you. Thank we'll you let you so go much. now. So thank you. Have a great evening. What makes a monster and what makes a man? Thanks for joining us to see The Hunchback of Notre Dame. We feel on top of the world to start this topsy-turvy journey with all you listeners out there. We're excited to improve as we go. Please let us know if you have suggestions for us. I'm Monica. And I'm Mikkel. Like we always say, there's nothing like live theater. Catch you next time on Music Gals.